Mr. Bang Dang Na Chicky Chicky Bang Bang Let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. Hey y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another video. This video, I'm gonna be ranking every anime that I watched that released in the first half of 2022. But before we get into the video, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as that notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you end up enjoying the video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on these animes. So, without any further ado, let's just get into it, y'all. So before we get too deep into these rankings of each anime, I will be doing them, you know, from a scale of 1 to 10, and I will not be giving any spoilers. They're just going to be quick little reviews. I'm not going to recap anything. It's just my quick thoughts and the ranking of the number. Now, let's start off with Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. I really enjoyed the animation from MAPPA this season, and I really think it's a step up from what we got in the first part. It made some parts of the manga that I didn't understand that I read so much more clearer, and the savagery of Eren in this season is on full display. I am a little disappointed that we have to wait for another part of another part of this final season, and I think at this point, it should have just been never called the final season in the first place. But that theme song slaps. I'm gonna give Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 a 9 out of 10. Next up, we have Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc. Now, I know that I was a little bit uh, on the fence before about this when, you know, I gave my 2021 wrap up, but this really, really did surprise me. I was a really amazed by the pickup and connection to the villains of this arc, and I enjoyed it way more than I thought it would. Since, you know, hot take, I don't think Demon Slayer's story is the best thing in the world, but the beautiful animation always carries it. Also, the theme song here slaps as well. I'm going to give Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc a 9 out of 10. Next up, we have 86. I was really in love with this series at first, and I thought it would be something cool to be added to the mech genre. Also, it has such an interesting take on war, and I think it is still interesting, but... <laughs> It fell short this season. I feel like we didn't spend enough time with the rest of the cast and took some turning points that I thought could have been executed a little bit differently. So I'm gonna have to give it a seven out of 10. Next up, we have How Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom season two. Honestly, I don't even know why I'm watching another Isekai. I only watched this season because I watched the first season and it is very forgettable. So I'm gonna give it a three out of 10. That's no good. Next up, we have Ahane-san wa Hakarane, which I don't know if I said that right, but it's something akin to like, you know, a Hanen not being able to, you know, speak loudly or not understanding how to really interact with people. Whatever. I thought it was going to be a clone of Komi Can't Communicate, but I was wrong. I found this very endearing and cute to watch. And a Hanen and Raido, you end up rooting for in the series the whole time for them to get together. They work so well off each other and they end up having more personality than you expect in the beginning. I can give this a 7 out of 10. Next up, we have... Panipi coming, or you know, your boy Kangming, you know, Mr. Bang Jang, no chicky chicky bang bang. But at first, I was tight, I had to download and pay for high dive for this, but honestly, it was worth it. The singing and music in this was really well done, and the plot of this is something that feels really original for what I'm used to watching. It shows how ancient Chinese war tactics can be used to progress in the music industry in modern day. Kangling was a pleasant surprise and you are rooting for our main cast all the way through. I can give this an 8 out of 10. Next up we have Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. 
<sighs> I mean, I was looking forward to the season after season one, and this disappointed all the way through for me. I feel like we just jumped into some shit with no real understanding in the beginning of the season, and all the character plots and unique ways Nafumi viewed the world and some of how sick the world could be was thrown away to give us more generic isekai tropes. I can give this a 5 out of 10, maybe a 6 out of 10 if I'm feeling nice. Next up, we have My Dress Up Darling. Whew, was this spicy. I liked it a lot. I wish it tackled some more cosplay ideas and events. But the chemistry and hijinks of the two different personalities of Marin and Gojo make it such an endearing watch. Honestly, the first half of this year of anime was the year of the fuzzy feelings for me. I can give My Dress of Darling an 8 out of 10. Next up, we have Comey Can't Communicate Season 2. More of the same of what we got in Season 1, and I ain't mad at it. Continues to be a cute show, introducing more characters and friends to our protagonist, Comey. And also more growth to her as well, getting more comfortable with people. Can't wait to see if her and Tadano end up together, but I don't know how many more seasons we can keep this formula up. So, I can give Komi-san Can't Communicate a 7 out of 10. You what? Next up, we have Kaguya-sama Lovers War Season 3. This series never disappoints. Opening intro, fire. Comedy, fire. Suspense, fire. Drama, come get some. This is peak anime. This season could easily be a finale of the series, but I can't wait to see if we get a season 4. I'm going to give Kaguya-sama Lovers War Season 3 a 9 out of 10. Yes! Yes! Next up, we have Love After World Domination. Now, this is like Power Rangers meets romance slash comedy anime. I loved everything about this series, and it might be because I like Power Rangers a lot. But the characters feel so real and are already together and in love with each other, which made it so much more enjoyable trying to see them sneak around and not get caught together, since both of our protagonists are from one being part of the evil side and one being part of the good side. It's like if the Red Ranger and Rita Repulsa had a sneaky link, got together, and had to hide the whole time. I can give Love After World Domination a 9 out of 10. Next up, we have Shikimori-san, Just Not a Cutie. This anime is cool, another romance-type anime. It's funny that our protagonist, Izumi, has the luck of Milo Murphy, and Shikimori is just this pretty badass who protects him at every moment. But the fact that they're already together, and this series is mainly just spending day-to-day -day with them, and they don't really grow too much in a relationship much, can make it a little bit of a bore. So, I can give Shikimori-san, is not just a cutie, a 6 out of 10. Next up, we have to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl, and the secret task. This was actually pretty endearing. Seeing a girl from the countryside move to the city alone in high school and leave a job and having to work for two idols that are in her class, keeping it hidden was very different. There are a lot of endearing moments and character growth moments for all our protagonists, as well as an understanding, realization, and being there for other people and their struggles, even if they aren't your own. There's some great lessons here, and there's some great, strong, powerful moments that you get. I can give this series a 7 out of 10. Next up, we have a couple of cuckoos, or cuckoos, or I don't even know, bro. I mean, uh, I like this anime. I'll say that. It's funny. But it's giving these incesty vibes that I just can't really shake. I'm not going to give too many details about it. Feel free to watch it if you want. I'm going to still keep watching it because I find it entertaining. So I can give a couple of cuckoos or cuckoos or whatever a 7 out of 10. Next up, the case study of Vanitas. I put off watching this for so long because it was about vampires. And I hate things about vampires. But let me say, I played myself. This series, I find myself hooked from episode 1. Vanitas and Noe are great characters and have a lot of depth, with such an interesting world built around them incorporating vampires. The music is great, 
and it taking place in a version of Paris is a great touch. I wish there was more I could read from where the anime ended, but there aren't a lot of chapters out as of this recording. So I can give the case study of Vanitas an 8 out of 10. And lastly, we have Spy Family, which, whew, let's just hit you with a Eleganto, bro, come on shit, this is mad funny, my girlfriend doesn't even watch anime really, but she loves this series, and Anya is best girl, and I cannot wait for part 2 to come out this fall, Spy Family, great comedy, great family moments, and honestly, some solid action moments too, I highly recommend this series, and I'm gonna give this an honorary 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, y'all, smart, smart and so that's it for my ranking for every anime that I watched in the first half of 2022. I'm not giving no spoilers like I said, but let me know your thoughts on these animes in the comment section below. As well, if you end up enjoying the video, be sure to hit me with a like. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel as well as that notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. So on that note, y'all. Enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I feel alive because I create like every day and I'm on to